Hey, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Lord. Good morning. Thank you, Father. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Lord God. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Oh, I'm sweating somewhere. Hey, Shanquita. Good morning. Good morning, Nia. Good morning, Kedra. Good morning, Kirby. Good morning, morning, my Renaissance grandma. Good morning, Jeanette. Good morning, Masa. Y'all doing this morning? I am sharing. Go share. We're gonna pray for us, and then we're gonna get started. Oof. Today's devotional. <laughs> Today's devotional is so empowering. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Lord, thank you that you are helping us to overcome. Oh, my God. Thank you. You are helping us to overcome. Hey, thank you guys for continuously sharing, continuously encouraging. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Katina. Good morning. Good morning, Connie. Good morning. Hey, DeQuindre. Good morning, brother. Good morning, Jamaica. Hey, Caprice. Good morning. Oh, my goodness. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Also, some of you guys, like, one, you have to give the software I'm using StreamYard permission. But some of you guys are also coming in under, like, the LMJ Ministries page. So if you come in under that page and you can give that page permission, um, you'll show up as Facebook user only. So if you want us to be able to see who you are, um, make sure you come in and under the Lakeisha M. Johnson page so that we can see you and not under one of those other pages, if that's important to you. That's just, and you got to be directly in that page and on that page. That's just, that's just that part. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning, Ramonda. Ramonda. Um, good morning, Nisi. Oh, I'm playing myself. <laughs> good morning, Margie. Hey, Auntie. Good morning, Joyce. Good morning, Patricia. How y'all doing this morning? Hey, Jim. Jamaica, like I'm getting my girls everywhere I need to. Good morning, Teresa LaShawn. Come on, share the video and we're going to get started. We're going to pray. Tag your people. One of the things that I learned this morning, I mean, this weekend from the retreat is um, I don't want to do life without community. Like you need community. You need people of faith, like for real. And I ain't talking about people you just hang out with. Like you need a sisterhood. One of the most powerful things that was said this weekend um, was like by one woman of, of God and she was like, I usually don't feel like I fit, she said, but this weekend, like I fit, she's like, I feel like sometimes I'm so different. And she said, I feel like I fit. And I was like, yeah, because she was accepted, right? Um, she was accepted. And I think that's one of the most powerful things ever to feel like you belong and to feel like you're accepted. Um, and to know that there are people who get you regardless of who you are or how you look or what you do. And that has been one strength 
that I know has been so significant. I feel the power of God this morning. Come on in. Come on in, Lord. Um, that is one of those things that I know has been so effective about this community. Is And we're not just an online community. Um, that has been so effective about this community is people feeling like they belong, people feeling like um, uh, people feeling like they were a part. Okay, Julie, I see you. People feeling a part, people feeling the connection, people feeling seen, people feeling love, um, because we are to be an extension of God's love. And for me, that's so important. That's so important. That's so important. That's so important. And if you don't know all of my, my journey or my story, I never felt accepted. I never felt like there was a community for me. Um, I was bullied young. Um, I never felt beautiful enough. I never felt like I had a list of things where the enemy was playing on my mind. So to be attached to a community and in a place, good morning, Anita, to be attached in a community and in a place that I know I have family, that I know I get to just be myself um, has been amazing, like has been amazing. And I don't feel that way anymore. Like I have sisters who love me. I have brothers who love me. I don't feel that way anymore. But I also recognize that that feeling was also coming from me not having my joy in Christ. Because when your joy is in Christ and your identity is in Christ, you'll know. And in a lone season, you're not alone, right? So it also took some, good morning, Irish. It took some um, growing up and maturity on my part and some really seeking the father on my part to grasp and understand that even when I feel like I'm not alone, I'm not alone. It also took me taking the risk because you can be in a marriage and be alone. You can have kids in your house and be alone. It also took um, me putting my heart. If you didn't see that devotional, good morning, Cheryl Powell. Me putting my heart in God's hand and really trusting God with me. Um, and then God did the rest. Like God did the rest. Like God completed is completing me. God is polishing me. Um, but it took my responsibility. Ooh, come on, chains are being broken. It took my responsibility to study the word, um, to become more self-aware, to identify my insecurity, my fear, um, my jealousy. Good morning, Carrie. Um, all of these things. Good morning, Angela. All of these things that I had as results of deficits, um, as I had as a result of things that had happened in my childhood, it took um, me putting myself back into the potter's hand and saying, you know what, Lord, um, you make me <laughs> like you really make me. And it took some revealing and it took me being quiet um, and it took me learning to um, recognize that um, religion wasn't it. Um, sometimes we're so bound in religion and it often comes out our mouth, it often comes out of our mouth. It does. Sometimes we're so bound in religion that we don't even realize that we're bound in religion. Sometimes we're so caught up in our self processes 
We don't even recognize we caught up in our self processes. Sometimes our self worth and identity has come from, hey, Lavenda, has come from, uh, um, has come from, um, um, just a lot, like a lot, like, like a lot. It just come from a lot, but you got to be willing. Um, it's very painful. Um, it's very painful. And it's probably where um, we have so much difficulty because of the pain of pruning. Um, nobody really wants to be pruned. Nobody really, nobody really wants to be pruned. They just don't. Nobody wants the uncomfortableness when you think you all that because I thought I was all that and I thought I was on point and nobody wants the uncomfortableness that comes when you realize you're a hot mess and God really shows you you're a hot mess but he also shows you you're a hot mess in him and being a hot mess in him um, is so rewarding because it also keeps me from pretending to be somewhere or something that I'm not. This keeps me from pretending. It keeps me from pretending. It keeps me from pretending to be somewhere or something that I'm not. Um, and it also pushes me into a place of humility because I was prideful. I was proud to be saved. I was proud to know the scripture. I was proud um, that I had word in me. I was proud that God had called me into ministry. Like all of that stuff I had gotten proud in. And that pride was killing my relationship with God and killing my relationship um, with others, right? Um, yep, Malisha, sometimes it does come from what people said about us. And when we don't have enough word in us, it's easy to believe what someone else says because, and the devil is divisive, divisive right? It's easy to believe what someone else says um, when I don't know what the truth is and the truth only comes from the word of God. It's easy to believe what someone else says when people are judgmental um, it's, and people have brought us up with condemnation instead of the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Those things are easy to get caught up in. So I'm switching gears because the Lord woke me up with something. I'm not going to be able um, to give you all of this today, but um, we're going to talk about, um, we're gonna, we, there's a wisdom that we need from the Lord in this season, right? There's a wisdom that we need to gain. Um, we're going to claim the wisdom. Woo, come on, claim, claim the wisdom. We're going to claim, we're going to claim the wisdom. We're going to claim. Somebody said they've not arrived. None of us have arrived. When we're at the place that we've arrived, it's really time for us to go ahead and go home and be with Jesus. Like we'll never, you'll keep evolving, but you never arrive. There's no, you don't want a peak performance. We talked about peak performance in the retreat this morning. You don't want to peak out. Um, when we peak out, there's nowhere for us to go. So there's no optimal or peak performance. When we look for peak performance in our relationship with Christ, or we're looking for this optimal place, we're focused on perfection and we're not malleable. There is no high, you're forever evolving, you're forever changing, you're forever moving, you're forever growing. Um, like all of these things are 
a constant part of your life. There's no peak performance. There's just not a peak performance. And I think if we get that out of our head, that I don't have to be in God and have a peak performance. I don't have to be in God and have this optimal performance. Um, if I take, come on, Holy Spirit, I hear you. If I take comparison off the table, I'm not comparing myself to anybody else. This is between me and you, God, because there's so much danger in comparison. If I take self evaluation of where I feel like I should be at a certain point, um, then I will free myself for the potter um, to take the clay and mold the clay and remold the clay and reshape the clay. Um, if I take if I take um, time, my time, right? There's time is important to God, but the scripture tells us a day is like a thousand years. A thousand. Like if I take my time constraints off God, if I take what I feel like is successful off God and I place it back in the father's hands, then John 15, I'll remain in him and he remains in me. When I start looking for a peak performance or an optimal performance, just to really be able to say I'm there, just being real, just to be able to say I'm there. Um, um, it puts me in a position to look down on others. It puts me in a position that um, um, that I'm whatever. It's it's deeper than anything I imagined. The scripture tells me my ways are not God's ways. Can we put that in the comments today? My ways are not God's ways. My ways are not God way, God, God's ways. And the more that I'm in the presence of God, right? Because I want to be careful. Um, can I say that, Holy Spirit? I want to be careful with all the new age things that we use to define God, because some of that stuff is not in the scripture either, right? It, or it's not like it's parallel, but it's it's a leading being led by the good shepherd. Um, one of the greatest parallels, it's the bride and the church, right? Um, understanding those relationships and understanding for sure, like my ways are not God's ways. Like, and even if I probably think um, it's a way, I need to make sure I'm not leaning into my own understanding because my own understanding confused me. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is something I meditate on constantly because I am a firm believer when I want what I want or when I feel a certain way that I lean in a direction that's not of the Lord, that does not honor not, not honor the Lord. So we're going to deal with some wisdom this week. I'm going to give you, I cannot give you all. I'm going to give you as much as I can. Um, I'm going to come from James 1 and 5 today, um, but let me pray first. Um, Father, thank you. Woo! Father, bless you. Father, we glorify you. Father, we extol you. Oh, Father, the same mind that's in Christ Jesus, we hope that it dwells in all of us. Increase our discernment. Open the eyes of our understanding. Oh, you're such a good and a faithful father. Lord, mold me and make me. Woo! I don't want to live in a desert or a dry place. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to keep going around the mountain. I don't want to end up in the same place at the same time. Oh my God, Lord God, I need you to destroy anything, pluck it up, remove it, burn it up. Anything in me that's not like you, anything in us that's not like you, 
Lord, we need fresh revelation this morning. We need to receive the grace. We, we need your brand new mercies. We need your daily bread. We need strength to overcome. My God, my God, we need our feet to be like hind's feet. We need our eyes like dove eyes so that we can keep um, our focus on you, Lord God. Do not let us stray to the left or to the right, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we are anxious for absolutely nothing. We're doing everything in prayer and supplication, placing our requests known before you, Lord God, putting our cares on the altar, Lord God, because that thing, whatever that thing is, it's too weighty for us to carry anyway, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us our identity in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for tearing down the strongholds in our mind. And we're casting down anything in our mind that does not look like you. Anxiety does not look like you. Worry does not look like you. Fear does not look like you. We're pulling down those strongholds in our mind right now in the name of Jesus. We're opening ourselves up to you. Holy Spirit, do what you can, only you can do. Be comforter, be teacher, be strength, be advocate. Go before us today. Lord, there are some of us that need to see um, a new level of provision in our life. Some of us need new homes. Some of us need new job placements. Um, and it only, can only come from a divine connection. Woo! We need you to connect. <laughs> Lord God, we need you to connect. We need you to connect. We need you to connect. Holy Spirit, you're the advocate. We don't advocate for ourselves. We don't. Have, some of us are in a hard place dealing with hard people, and we need you to connect. We need you to advocate for us. We need you to go before us. We need you to speak into the ears of the, all those that are a part of our next connection. Your word, Lord God, says that the heart of kings are in your hands, Lord God. So that tells me there is nothing too hard for you. So speak into the ears of those that have been hard towards us. Speak into their ears today. Let them receive us. Let favor go before us, Lord God. Speaking to every person that's supposed to be connected to this ministry on the devotional so that they won't be easily moved when the pressure is great. Speaking to every person that's supposed to share the devotional so that they won't be shamed. Speaking to every person that's supposed to give into the ministry so that they won't withhold, Lord God. Speak, Father God. Speak. Go before us today. Be the advocate be our strength, Holy Spirit. Let us find our comfort in knowing we serve the one true God. And if God is for us, who can be against us, Lord God? I just declare promotion in our lives, not promotion for selfish gain, Father God, but promotion so that the glory can be revealed on our lives, Lord God. Let us be a sign to the generations that you are real. Let us be a sign to the generations, Lord God, that you exist. Let us be a sign to the generation that all power in heaven and in earth is in your hand. Let us be a sign. Let our children be a sign, my God, to the generation, Lord God, that your glory is being revealed, my God. 
pour out your spirit on all flesh today. Let everyone we come in contact with today experience your glory. Let us walk in your glory. Let us talk in your glory. Let us pray in your glory. Let us live in your glory. Let us be the glory carriers you have called us to be. And wherever we're fractured and wherever we're broken, Lord God, heal us. Heal the broken hearts. Mend the sick, Lord God. Oh, cause blind eyes to see. Unclog our ears, Lord God. My God, Lord God, we thank you for your faithfulness in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Can you just offer up God some praise? We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your faithfulness. Yeah, Renee said, we thank God for the new level. My God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We thank you for divine positioning us, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for souls being saved, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for your power being evidence on this earth, Lord God. And wherever we do not believe, help us with our unbelief. Okay, can you ask the Lord, help me with my unbelief? Um, Help me with my unbelief, Lord. Help me with my unbelief. Help me with my unbelief. Help me, help me, help me. Can I tell you something? He can perform miracles even when you don't believe. Um, yesterday, um, we went to the doctor and uh, we got a good report. But I'm going to be honest. Um, we, we, were, we were both in a position where we didn't know what to expect. Um, we both were in a position that we were afraid we were going to get some bad news. And I just love how God then demonstrates um, himself, even when there's a little bit of unbelief, like, like we both were just like, help us with this, you know, help us to accept like whatever the doctor says to us. And then we get there and we get this amazing testimony that the bone is healed, that the ligament is healed. And I'm just like, God, you still God when I'm still human. <laughs> that ought to be a word for somebody. God, you still God when I'm still human, right? Now, I promise to always be transparent with y'all. Y'all know that. I promise to always be transparent. And it was silent in the car when we were driving. We were both silent. We were both kind of thinking. And when, when he came back, I was just like, you're still God when I'm still human. When I'm still human, when I'm still human, you still God. When I'm still human, you still God. And sometimes we're taught from a place that if my faith isn't 100% or my faith ain't all the way right or I'm not doing all the right things that God won't be God, God has the plan for Josiah, not Lakeisha, not Josiah. God knew the point when we would see this. He had already told us from the beginning, just buckle up and trust me. May not look like you won't. We've been in this process since July. When we came in, the people was like, man, y'all still with us? Like, God, And we still got uh, some time to go. But our um, commitments in this process with his break, with his leg, was to allow God to still be God, God to still be God. That is a good quote. I might have to take and quote that today, right? That God still be God. God, you're still God when I'm still human. That was so powerful. So let me just give you a little bit of our scripture. We're going James 1 and 5. Um, and Lord, help me. That's what I'm going to title this devotional today. Um, Lord, help me. 
Um, this is James 1 and 5. It says, if you need wisdom, if you want God to know, to know what God wants you to do, ask him and he will gladly tell you. He will not resent your asking. But when you ask him, be sure. Oh, somebody said, be sure. I'm reading in the New Living Translation. Um, um, if you, He said, ask him. He said, but when you ask him, be sure that you really expect him to answer. For a doubtful mind is as unsettled as a wave of sea that is driven and tossed by the wind, right? People like that should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. They can't make up their minds and they waver back and forth in everything they do, right? So when you want wisdom from God, be sure. Woo! That's a big word. That's a big word. Be sure. Be sure. Be, be sure. Be sure that you want wisdom from God, right? Um, so let's break this down. Can I go through this, Holy Spirit? Yes. And I hear him telling me, don't rush this. So you got to stick with me this week, right? Um, when we see the word lack, he says, if any of you lack wisdom, Lack means I have some sort of deficit, right? And we got to stop thinking um, deficits are bad things. Deficits when we are righteous. Uh, oh, come on, y'all. Oh, my God. Teach that thing, Holy Spirit. Deficits when we are righteous are always a position and a place and an opportunity for God to show up. Woo! Come on. Come on. So if I've got a deficit, if I lack, like James said right here, like I got a deficit of some kind, I'm lacking in some kind, some kind of way, right? It's a shortfall. It's a shortage. It's a scarcity, right? So when I got a deficit, when I lack, we got to stop thinking as deficits, um, as bad things. We always want to be so smart. We always want to seem like we always got all of the answer. But when we are in a deficit, in a shortage, in a scarcity, in a fall, my God, this is an opportunity for God to show up. You need to put that in your notes. My lack of understanding or what I don't have is not a bad position to be in. I remember when I was in a position and place and I always felt like I had to have an answer for someone. And I don't always have an answer. Even, even though I pray every day for wisdom, I don't always have an answer. You don't always have to have an answer, right? You know, and sometimes you don't have the answer right then, right? And so I was taught that if I didn't always respond, we groom ourselves in ways that are not helpful. They're more harmful. When we always feel like we got to answer, we always feel like we got to be in a no. We got to always feel like, no, if I lack, I have a deficit, I have a shortage, right? Come on, y'all. Then guess what? This is the opportunity for God to show up and give me the wisdom that I need. Because if I lack in wisdom in some area, then what happens is it's keeping me from doing what I need to do, right? So why wouldn't God, oh, come on, y'all. Why wouldn't God, why wouldn't God give me the answer that I need, right? God is not going to leave me in scarcity. Philippians 4.19 says, he's a God that supplies all my needs 
according to his riches and glory. So if he supplies all my needs and one of my needs is wisdom, he's not going to leave me in scarcity, right? So if I lack wisdom, then I'm going to be in deficit. If I lack wisdom, I'm going to be in deficit, like, right? So wisdom, come on now, y'all. Wisdom, what does wisdom do? Wisdom, oh my God, I hear you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to make sure I slow down. I don't want to give you too much today. I need you to chew on this. What wisdom does, what does wisdom do? And I'm talking about godly wisdom, not manly wisdom. What does wisdom do? Wisdom gives me the principles um, I need to reverse the situation. I got to finish. I got to finish on that. Wisdom gives me the principles I need to reverse the situation. That's what wisdom does. So God's wisdom, not my wisdom, not my wisdom. That's why I often pray, thy will be done, not mine. Your will be done, not mine, right? Because we can operate in our own will. Many of us have operated in our own wills in some particular place or another. And I want to end on this. I want to end on this. I want to end on this, right? Many of us will operate in our own place or another because we use our emotions to sense or indicate that it's got to be from God. Emotions will lie. Can I say this? Can you hear me? Emotions will lie. Emotions will lie to you, baby. Emotions will lie. (laughs) Your emotions are only indicators that something is going on. And if I am not self-aware what this emotion is indicating, then I will operate in principles and truths that are not the truth and not the wisdom that comes from God, like not the emotions will keep you always constantly offended, hearing things wrong. And a person ain't even said that. My God, we talked about that. So we're going to pause on that today. That's a lot. That's rich. We're going to pause on that today. We got to pause. 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 We're going to come back in here tomorrow. We're going to eat this thing. I don't know how long we're going to eat this thing, but we're going to eat this thing so that we can grow um, and get what we need so that we don't operate from a place of deficit. Because the other thing that I'm going to be very sure and clear to tell you, when we operate from a place of deficit, a lack of deficit, and the emotions are the ruling thing, then we will become destitute and make up what God said. I got to, when we operate from a place of deficit and emotions are the things that are ruling us, then we become destitute, grasping, grappling for anything that looks like truth. But that truth is based on us wanting to feel emotionally a certain way. And it can be so far from what God said. And it can be so far from outside the will of God's and God's best for us. Lord, do not allow me to operate from a place of deficit. My God, Lord, do not allow us to operate from a place of lack. Lord God, do not allow us 
to operate from a place of emotions in Jesus name. Amen. Oh, you might have to go back and watch watch this again um, to prepare for tomorrow. Don't forget, you can grab this too on our um, podcast station, Apple, Spotify. Uh, we on like 11 different podcast station and I'll drop the link for that today. Anchor, you can grab this when. So if you can't watch it and you just want to listen to it, you can grab it. But you might want to go back and listen to it um, tomorrow. Right. So ooh, I don't want to be in scarcity. Oh, uh, I was I love y'all. I don't want to be in scarcity. You might want to listen to it. You might want to let this build up in you. Um, cause we're going to get deep in this thing. So Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for the giving of your people today. Um, thank you for moving us beyond our space and our understanding in Jesus name. Thank you for your resurrection power that has placed us in a position to receive. We love you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you and we glorify you in all things, two things. If the Lord places you to on your heart to partner with this ministry, go to the website, lmjministries.org or cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. You can find out all your ways, go give um, there. Second, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. I'm telling you, I'm better because of Jesus. <laughs> and I'm getting better every day because of Jesus. And because I made the decision to give my life over to him, it just transformed who I was, callous, hard, inconsiderate, um, not living according to sound doctrine, just like all these things, right? Um, but when I take Jesus and I say, you know what? I want to make this statement of faith. And I tell y'all, I really didn't get saved until I was 27. I'm going to say that every day because I want y'all to hear me in this. Like I didn't, like I baptized at eight, but I really was not saved until I was 27 years old. There's no way I was saved with the life that I was living, right? But when I accepted Jesus Christ for real, um, it just began to change my life. So I want to offer you the opportunity to accept Jesus Christ for real so that he can come in to change your life, like to make a statement, statement of faith from an informed place of what it really means for Jesus to be Lord and Savior. And it starts with your confession. So if you want, repeat after me, dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you pray that prayer of faith, do me a favor. Send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And what we're going to do is I'm going to send you a Bible and some materials because I want to continue to disciple you. One of the worst mistakes in the world is that we get people saved and then we don't disciple them. You got to be discipled. You need somebody to walk with you. And then if you want more information to ministry, again, lmjministries.org. I love y'all. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Woo. Let someone else experience the love of God through you. Someone will only know God's love because they encounter you. Let somebody else experience the love of God. And I'll see y'all back here in the morning at, um, five, at 6, I almost said 5 a.m. At 6 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your word today.